How does one get their drivers? How does one get good grades? How does one know for sure? How does one handle the transition into starting their own independent life in college? Hello there, and thank you for listening to the How Does One podcast. I'm Sarah Lusk, high school senior, and I'm here with Abby Porter. Hey. And if you haven't listened to it yet, she was on a previous episode where we discussed knowing whether or not your passion should be a career and how to pursue that. Um, Super interesting episode, so I would recommend it. So today, we're here to discuss finding your aesthetic and creative ways to express yourself and your personal style without looking like the copy-paste of a Pinterest board. With that, I'd like to encourage you to follow this podcast. I upload new episodes every Friday, and I'd love if you would take a moment to leave a rating and share it with anybody who could benefit from listening. If you'd like to follow Abby on Instagram, her username will be in the description. So the general topic, how does one find their aesthetic? So yeah, I I recommended this question not because it's actually how to find an aesthetic, but I thought it was just a really a good but like a cringy way of saying how do you learn to express yourself artistically and like things that are unique to you. Yeah, I would say an aesthetic is, like you said, it's a unique way of expressing yourself. And it's just, aesthetic is another term for your specific style. There's different types of aesthetics. You can mix it up. You can put in, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. There's not a specific style you have to have to be aesthetic, you know? Yeah, 100%. It's just how you express yourself onto every every medium of your life. Like your room, your clothes, your music. It's just you expressed in like your interests and stuff yeah and i feel like a lot of like social media and like pinterest and tiktok like they very much promote like if you're gonna be a baddie you have to always Mm -hmm. wear your hair up and have your brows done and have your hair slayed or whatever or if you're gonna be like emo e-girl like you have to have super dramatic makeup split dye hair and like all black and chains but that's really not what it is that's looking like a pinterest board having an aesthetic is choosing things that you actually like and putting them together in a way that's specific to you it's just things that are unique to yourself that you like to express yourself like in clothing and things like that i do see that like on social media where it's like like the <laughs> like there's like certain types of aesthetics and there's like no overlap and that just doesn't really doesn't really work yeah that's just not true at all because i know for myself like for a long time i definitely had that more like art mom aesthetic and now it's like slowly progressing into a little more of like utility like that military style of dressing that's kind of coming in you know but it still overlaps like i'll still wear my mom jeans but now i like khaki pants or i'm enjoying you know cargo and that's not something i would have typically liked but now i'm seeing it I'm like oh i like the way that looked and it doesn't mean that all of a sudden my aesthetic is changing it just means that i'm choosing to add things to it that i like and i feel like i could customize to myself and just like people evolve it's just your aesthetic is always evolving your interests are always evolving and changing your aesthetic changing isn't a sign of, um, like, of you changing for the worse or mm-hmm. you being flaky. It's it's a, it's just a sign of growth and a sign of artistic maturity, just moving on from one thing to the next. Yeah, like, I think in middle school, we pretty much all wore, like, Nike shorts and, like, mm-hmm. Bucky's shirts or, like, the girly girl originals. I feel like everybody wore that because we yeah. didn't know. And now that we're in high school, like, there are definitely still those girls who that's what they wear, but that's their style. That's what they're comfortable in. And, you know, not everybody's comfortable in that. And that's yeah. cool. Like, it's cool to see, you know, if you want to pull up with your 
hydro flask and stickers on it like at least you'll have stickers that you feel like speak to you or you think they're funny Mm -hmm. you know that's still a form of aesthetic even if not everybody appreciates it or likes it it's still a form of an aesthetic and yeah and not everybody expresses themselves through clothing some people that doesn't matter to them at all and that's okay Mm -hmm. it just this is me speaking because this is something that i like to talk about um i like to go shopping and i like to express myself through um every everything that I enjoy doing in life like decorating and drawing and painting and creating things and shopping and all that it it filters through my aesthetic because it's my preferences and I just like talking about that because that's something that's important to me and it's not important to everyone and that is a-okay yeah definitely especially like with thrifting being a big thing like not everybody enjoys that because that's Mm -hmm. not where you're gonna find your specific aesthetic if you really like what Hollister is selling I mean we went to the mall today their stuff is super cute that's just not something I'm willing to spend money for if I feel like I can find it at the thrift store but that's just me I have plenty of friends who go to the thrift store and feel like they can't find anything that is good enough to salvage or they're not you know artistic or creative so they have a hard time feeling like they could rework a piece to make it fit their style and that's totally fine you know Thrifting is not the definition of aesthetic, and we will talk about thrifting a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just important to know that like aesthetic is a way of life. It's not, you know, I dress this way, I'm this It's aesthetic. a lifestyle. Yeah, it really it's is. It's a mindset. Yeah, it's like you just make an effort to make sure that every bit and piece of you is expressed without having to, you know, copy others or just make sure that everything is bought brand new. You know, it's just looking at things. You know, if you find a leaf on the ground and you feel like... You, that leaf really represents you well cool that could be an aesthetic leaf right there you know and it's just having bits and pieces that are to you even if you're in you know for us we wear uniforms you know being able to express your aesthetic even in a uniform is like the peak of being able to express yourself Mm -hmm. without having to use words I feel like that is really what this episode is about yeah I'm actually gonna go off on the thrifting bit like the thrifting conversation right now um because it it really connects um and I feel like For me, like, finding things that I enjoy in thrifting is, like, my favorite thing in the world. Like, I just, I, I love, like, having hauls from thrifting. Like, I remember the other day I went to a shop in downtown McKinney called the Groovy Coop, and it's, like, my favorite place on earth. And, like, I spent about, like, $16, and I got, like, a couple, like, a Bob Ross poster and some band posters and stuff. But then I got um, some, like, record vinyl records. I got, like, 20 for, like, 25 cents each because they were, like, destroyed in, in the bargain bin. But, like, the, the, um, the posters were really cool. I put them up right away in my room, and they looked cool. But my favorite part of that thrift haul was the records because the records, um, I needed, like, four more to complete my room. I hung them up around the the crown molding of my room and so it's like frames my room and I needed like four more to finish it so I finished that and then with the ones I had left I got to keep some that I liked that were just for music and then with the ones that I was going to throw away I kept the cardboard coverings and I cut some out I put one on my wall that I liked but then I cut some out like I remember um there was one that was like had a little picture of Marilyn Monroe on it and I cut that out and I put it on my wall and that was my favorite part was just being able to use every single bit of this of this like record like i got to use the the actual record the cover 
and it was only 25 cents. Like, that was something that I realized was, like, it was, like, you can't really go in with expectations to thrift stores. You have to come in with an open mind, and you can make anything work. So, yeah, keeping an open mind for whenever you go thrifting and stuff is really good. Like, just keeping an open mind for beauty. So, like, if you realize that you really don't have a great aesthetic, like, you just don't have one, you're just not very... Um, you're pretty basic and you just kind of want to change that and you're like how do I get an aesthetic it's not necessarily you go on Pinterest and you just pin enough things and you're like okay now I go out and buy those things it's like you open your eyes to the things that you uniquely find pretty you just make sure that your eyes are open all the time to things that are very unique to your mind to your appreciation of beauty and then you try and collect those things it's a collection of things over time so like you can do that by just picking like a flower and pressing it in a book and maybe that's like a piece of your aesthetic or maybe it's buying something really expensive it doesn't have to be a money question like for me a big thing is that I love like old things and I love nostalgia and so I like keeping things from days that mean a lot to me like I remember um I don't think this is like a new thing but they came out with like those monster energy energy drinks that were like really pretty packaging like there was one that was like um uh there's like a pirate themed one and then there was one that was like a ginger um something but it was like they were just all really pretty and so whenever I'd hang out with a friend I would buy one and then I'd drink it and then at the end of the day I would write in sharpie the date and then I have them in my room I have like three in my room and that is super cheap and it has memories and it's and it matches my room so it's like, that for me is part of my aesthetic. It's memories, it's pretty, and it just, it's, that's part of my aesthetic personally. Um, so yeah, just like opening your eyes to things that are pretty is really important to finding your aesthetic. Yeah, and going back to the thrifting and like using everything, like thrifting is a broad term. Like, I think a lot of people just imagine buying clothes at the thrift store, but you can buy, like Abby said, records. You can buy, they actually sell blankets at our local thrift stores. You can buy room decor, you can buy shoes. You know, there's a lot of variety. And if you're not comfortable buying clothes, well, they have plenty of like cool items that you could craft with or use as room decor and like records are like, I know that they're a little overrated. I feel like they're getting to be more in the mainstream. But you can use so many bits of a record. Like, you can crush up a record and, like, create, a, like, an art piece out of it. Or a lot of the times, like, the slips that they come in have art pieces on them, especially mm -hmm. the older ones. I have some from the Bee Gees, and they have, like, photos from the concerts that they did, and they're really cool. And so if I ever scratch the record or am ready to part with the record, I'm willing to cut up that and use it as a collage or put it on my wall or something, you know? So you can get really creative with every bit and piece of it. And so, like, with thrifting, like Abby said, don't go and looking for items that are brand new ready to use you know you have to be prepared to do some DIYs you know be ready to look for shirts that may not fit you perfectly but you know you could crop them or you could um I don't know turn them into tank tops or you know some people do bags I think those are kind of weird I'm not ready to do a t-shirt bag <laughs> but I mean if that's what you're into then that's cool like some of those bags are really pretty um or you could bleach pants or I know for myself if I ever buy jeans I always have to alter them because they never fit so you know knowing how to do some basic alterations is not hard at all and it's a great way to take clothes that you know has a little bit of wear on it but it's very close to you because you'll have that memory of like I found this and I was able to make it my own so not looking for things that are like brand new and new packaging and they look like something you could hang up and put on Pinterest immediately like don't look for that because then you're never going to find something 
something unique to you. Look for those vintage items or the items that have a story behind it, you know, something that means something to you. Like Abby said with her monster cans, I have a can of like peach flavored Coke and it's empty. I drink it and it was really nasty. And that's kind of why I keep the can because mm-hmm. it's like a reminder of like, just because it looked cool doesn't mean it's, it's great, <laughs> you know, and it matches my room. It's like got a cool orange label, you know, it just, it's cool because it ties into everything and it's got sentimental value. Or I have like a bunch of Polaroids I have sitting in a little cup and I have those there because they're specific ones that I have dated or they have memories in them they're like good looking ones of like you know picnics I did with friends or my dog and like things that have value to me so that's kind of like what to look for when you go thrifting yeah and like making sure that you don't have an expectation like you can't go into a thrift store with like a goal in mind you go in with an open mind and you'll find so many things and like sometimes you'll find a pair of pants that might not be your style But, like, I remember I found a pair of pants that was not really my style, and I'm wearing them now, and they actually branched out to be a huge part of my aesthetic that I would never have found if I didn't just try on those pants, if I didn't just buy those pants. And, like, that helped me a lot. And, like, I remember one day I went with Sarah's family to the market, and, like, a flea market, and I didn't, I'd never been to one before, and, like, I had a little bit of birthday money with me, and, like, not a lot of expectations, but (laughs) I... I literally left with like my backpack was like overflowing and my hands were full and yeah, you hold a lot of stuff. Me. You're like, why on earth did you buy so much stuff? But I found like my Polaroid camera. I found my favorite sweatshirt. It was like a Winnie the Pooh sweatshirt, and I found an umbrella for um like that was like the primary colors, and then I found a bunch of pins and um, a coffee pot. You bought a lot of stuff. I forgot that you a bought all of that. For my dad, um, <laughs> and like probably a lot of more stuff. But all of those things are some of my favorite things on earth right now. Like the Polaroid camera, I've brought to every special event of my life, and I've taken so many pictures with it. And like the sweatshirt I wear all the time, and the coffee pot was like is like my favorite thing ever. It's perfect <laughs> sized for me, and like all of the things that I got there added up to maybe around like 20 or 30 dollars worth and I got a ton of stuff there and it all like the I didn't realize how much that camera would have affected my life because it's it's a huge part of my aesthetic is the old Polaroids it was like a really old Polaroid camera and I just had no expectations and I left with like some of the most like important things of my life like that camera has just come with me everywhere and I love it so much and it's been and I have them up on my wall and they just they are they hold all my favorite memories in the world and I had no idea that I would ever own one and that was just because I went in with like no expectations Yeah, and going with an open mind is so great, especially when you're going somewhere that you're familiar with, you know, you know, oh, okay, like, there's gonna be some cool stuff here, and you just go in and look. That's how I feel with a a local thrift store that is probably my favorite, you know, I always find something cool there, so I know, okay, I'm gonna go check out the t-shirts. I may not want a t-shirt that day but I'm still gonna go look because there's cool stuff but I know I recently went to a Goodwill and I don't typically go to Goodwills I have a hard time finding things uh but I went and I just was like okay cool like I'm just gonna look for some you know 90s 2000s kind of look and I was able to like look in the tank tops because I knew they'd have some cool stuff there and I was able to find some things so you know you don't have to come in completely like oh what's here you know but like don't show up thinking oh well I'm gonna find these super cool Paxson pants that have just happened to show up at this Goodwill 
because that's unrealistic. You're not going to find Gucci. You're not going to find Chanel. And if you look super duper hard, maybe. I do have a pair of apple bottom jeans that I'm very <laughs> proud of, brand new with tags, that I bought at Goodwill for eight bucks. Um, but that is the only time I've ever found a name brand item in good quality. You know, sometimes you'll find... I don't know, like Kenneth Cole, which I feel is like a borderline name brand. I don't know. Maybe I'm just ignorant about like what is quality, but it's like it, there'll be some items like that, but they're not usable. You know, there'll be like burns and stain marks on it. Like it's just something you don't want to wear and you can't like craft into something new. So just being able to go in and just be like, hey, cool, like there'll be clothes here and maybe it's not worth an insane amount of money out in the real world brand new but it can be worth a lot to me because it could be my new favorite staple item or it could be a piece of clothing I wear for a long time you know so just being ready to just go in and just look at things and just find something cool it really helps you not stay stuck in like a tunnel mind of like mm -hmm. this is what I'm looking for I saw it on Pinterest they said they got it at Goodwill I'm gonna find it at Goodwill because that's just not true it's different for your area exactly and, like, you gotta realize that sometimes the things that you find at thrift stores are absolutely disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> like, that camera was in a pile, and it was, oh my gosh, and I found my Stanley Thermos mug that day. Yeah, the Thermos that was, was the other so thing. gross. The Stanley Thermos was in a, in a crate full of them, and it was absolutely caked with dirt, and it was, yeah, it was disgusting. disgusting. It but looked I like it had gone through World War II. Like, it was nasty. It looked, yeah. Anyway, so I cleaned it up really good, and now it's, like... A really good thermos and the camera was really dirty and did not open and work at all <laughs> and that shirt that sweatshirt the Winnie the Pooh sweatshirt had like chunks of they stains. smell weird they, it was one dollar and it had stains all over it, it was like like not even like tr attempted to clean like chunky stains um, but now those <laughs> sorry those are like my favorite things now you just have to see the potential like I'll go with friends and my friends will all come back with like pastel like colored collar shirts and like wow it's so aesthetic yeah. and then i'll come in with like oh look at these orange xxxl capris that i can make into <laughs> shorts yep and they're like that's disgusting but at the end of the day like whenever i've cleaned it up and stuff my, my the things that i've bought are usually more unique and more cool because I see the potential. You gotta see potential in items. Yeah, I get a lot of compliments on the things that I have and they're like, oh, like, where'd you get this? I'm like, oh, the thrift store. And everyone's like, I never find items at the thrift store. Like, how do you Because you, do you don't have an open mind. Yeah, I'm like, you've got to look for the things that, like, at first glance, you're like, that is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Like, those are the items you hold on to and you go try on. Because sometimes, mm -hmm. one, they'll, sometimes items look better when they're on. But two, you may figure out, oh, okay, I don't like the length on that, but that's something I could easily cut. You know, um, I have, like, a dress that I, I liked when I got it. And now I'm like, man, that was really, that was an ugly dress. And I was able to cut it into a t-shirt. And so now it's more like a halter top and like I like it now I'll wear it under my overalls every now and then it's still not my favorite item but it was something that a lot of people are like oh that's kind of cool like where'd you get that I'm like oh it's just a dress I cut you know so being able to pick those items that are weird that are different that may be outdated in appearance and think about how can I fix this you know thrift stores have a lot of those 2000s pants and I think they're coming in with like how they flare at the bottom or they're just straight leg you know if you're not ready to adapt to that then just cut them you know make them frayed make them like run short that's in right now and so if you're willing to kind of make some alterations and just pick the items that you wouldn't typically buy if you were at the mall and just kind of like be a little adventurous you may find that you really like certain things that you didn't know you liked before mm-hmm 
Um, we should move on to um, playlists. Is that- yeah, definitely. I agree. I think playlists are great because everybody listens to different music. Everybody likes different things. And I'm going to be honest, not everybody listens to good music. Yeah. And that's a personal opinion, you know. My music is very different from Abby's music. Abby likes a lot more of, like, rock. And I kind of like some good acoustic indie music or, you know, a little bit of, like, piano and electronic. Just just a little bit. Just a little bit. Not too much. <laughs> but that's what I like. And that's kind of how I represent myself is I pick songs I relate to. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, is it's, like, it's not... Playlists for me are so precious, so important (laughs) to me because after one of like, after really good unexpected like memories that I've made, I'll make a playlist that just encapsulates that night or that energy of the day. And like, it's basically like an entire aesthetic is built into a playlist. It's a feeling, it's like a personality onto a list of songs that like take you through a story. And, um, Playlists don't, for me, it's not necessarily genres, but it's, like, emotions and feel. It's an aesthetic. It's, every playlist tells its own story in such a beautiful way. And playlists are so important because, like, if you have an outfit that you really feel like is your aesthetic, it's your, it's so representational of your personality. It's so purely your personality onto an outfit then maybe make a playlist after that and then like listening to that playlist on the way to like wherever you're going is such a important part of having an aesthetic to me it's so it's it encapsulates happiness to me <laughs> i feel like yeah music is such a cool way of like translating who you are so for me in middle school i i was super emo like i had the fringe and everything like i was sold out and 21 pilots was like my favorite brand and like now they're like i don't know they're all right level of concern was pretty good but that trench was not trench was not it i was not a fan but I was, like, really emo, and I had found 21 Pilots, and, like, my whole aesthetic was, like, black, fringe, you know, I wanted to dye my hair and razor the ends. Like, I wanted to be a 2013 emo girl so bad. And so finding bands like 21 Pilots and, like, select songs for My Chemical Romance and um, The Neighborhood, you know, stuff like that, like, although I don't really listen to that music as much now, then it, like, totally fueled me into, mm-hmm. like, the person I was, and it really helped me connect with people people too who were like oh you like the neighborhood I like the neighborhood have you listened to Melanie Martinez you know and that was really I really liked alternative music then and so it was a really cool way to feel like I belong to a community but also to find myself in different songs and so now uh, I've kind of even now you know hormones have chilled out we're not emo anymore um and I've found that I really like bands like Half Alive and um I a friend recently introduced me to the bleachers and so I really like Don't Take the Money and you know specific songs from Gone Now and I've realize like you don't have to sell yourself out to a band in its entirety one but also it's okay to like listen to different genres like you can listen to country and you can listen to cardi no, you b can't. <laughs> you're not allowed no don't listen to country sorry you can listen to um <laughs> you can listen to jazz and you can listen to cardi b and still be one aesthetic you know you don't have to feel like you can only listen to cardi b or jazz like you can't do both like you can totally do both that's up to you so finding music that like expresses yourself my favorite thing is making like a playlist of like songs that explain my life and Mm -hmm. just like finding things that I really relate to I'm like oh this this really 
I really identify this from this specific season of my life or this reminds me of this person, you know, and that I really love that or I love when people send me songs and they're like, oh, this really reminded me of you. Like, that's just so sweet. And like um, with my pen pal letters, like we talked about before, you know, they'll send playlists and it's so cool because you really get to learn about that person. And like if they're willing to send that to you, then it's because it means something to them. Um, I had a friend send me a song. I think the artist is Chris Rensma. I don't know. And the song's called Adonai. And it's like this a little bit like low-key country, but really more like folk. I don't even know how to describe it. But the song is like this really sweet message of like being done with excuses and being done hiding behind a mask and just being like, you know, like I'm a human and I mess up. <laughs> I want a haircut. <laughs> the Karens are... <laughs> protesting (laughs) but yeah it's stuff like that it's just like it's really it's really good um I really enjoyed it but yeah just having uh, a playlist is a really good way of like expressing yourself to people and I like that Spotify has the option to like see what your friends are listening to because I feel like that's a great way to like casually see like who are the people like you know what you listen to and what you put into yourself is very good explanation of what's going to come out so if you like sit around listening to cardi b then you're going to dress like her you're going to talk like her you know that becomes uncle bernie in my life (laughs) (laughs) that becomes similar to who you are so just being like you know putting together a good playlist that you like feel encapsulates you Mm -hmm. it's just it's important it's cool and mixed music tastes like that makes the best, those are the best people to hang out with. Yeah. And, like, it's just, yeah. So, basically, a, the biggest part of having an aesthetic for me is having a playlist. Like, if I have a certain aesthetic for a certain day, playlists will get me in that mood. And I just, playlists are so important to me, especially because I don't have premium, and that's the only <laughs> way I can listen to music, really. So. Yeah. So, I'd say just, like, for the... Are you aesthetic or are you poor? <laughs> what (laughs) for me because i can't get premium oh so you know you should get the family plan because you can get like six people on that it's like 15 bucks a month yeah you should have like some friends to beat up i mean sounds smart yeah please hit me up if you're poor too (laughs) all my friends have premium so dang that sounds messed up yeah okay um Um. (laughs) we both said um Uh, But yeah, I think just an overarching theme of just this topic overall is just being unique to yourself and being willing to pursue things that are unique and not, you know, I think we've said this a lot of times, but that's because it's very important is like, don't become your Pinterest board. Don't become what you're seeing on Instagram, on Tumblr, on TikTok. Become yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's so fine. Yeah, period. (laughs) It's fine to be inspired, but it's different between like inspiring and copying it's Mm -hmm. one thing to be like oh i like the way she put that together you know for like my outfit today i have like khaki pants on and a black tank top and a white belt and i really found out that khaki pants were cool from watching tiktoks but i'm not gonna go buy them online i'm gonna go find them at a thrift store so that they look a little different you know these are more straight pants so they look a little more like a pant like a mom would wear to work or something but i like that look and so for me that's like i was inspired by what she was wearing but i'm not copying it i'm not gonna go ask where did you buy that specifically you know and just being willing to express yourself even if it's a little adventurous even if you feel you know a little scared what other people are gonna think just give it a shot just throw it out there and see you know am i confident in this do i like this and just kind of play around with Mm -hmm. your style till you're happy and picasso said that um art is either plagiarism or genius literally everything is just little bits of inspiration from everything or is just entirely original and so basically yeah an aesthetic is just gathering things that you like and um 
I'm going to branch into hobbies because hobbies is another thing that helps define your aesthetic because hobbies are your main interests and your main loves Mm -hmm. and that can um, lead into your aesthetic. Like my main thing is I really like art and I really like skating. So in my room, I like sometimes I'll paint little skater ghosts on my wall and like that's that's part of my aesthetic is like whenever people like I remember we were me and Sarah were at Barnes and Nobles today and she saw like a little (laughs) ghost drawing and she's like that's you 100% that's you because (laughs) that's part of my aesthetic is just like is um just artistic things and like my entire room tells a story like I have orange walls so it shows you how impulsive I am (laughs) and I have drawings all over the walls and I have like words that I like all over my walls and I have bands I like and I remember one time um like I have a cow skull on my shelf because I found it at camp and it was cool I just I have a collection of things that I appreciate and I enjoy in my room because it's a it's just a big part of me it just tells my story and like I have um the monster cans and I just have, any time that I just see something that I like, it just goes in my room and it tells the story of who I am. Like, if you look at my room, you just know what kind of person I am. Same with, like, my outfits and my playlists. It's just, it's all full circle aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, I agree, like, with collecting things. Um, like, for me, like, I used to do a lot of, like, watercolor art and I really don't do much now. It's just, I've kind of realized I enjoy it selectively. Um, but I used to have a lot of, like, art on my wall that, like, wasn't, it wasn't all good, but I kept it there because I had memories with it. Or, like, I had a sketch of Conan Gray when I really was strong into Conan Gray. (laughs) (laughs) It's an ugly sketch, but I kept it there because I was like, oh, man, like, I really enjoy Conan Gray, and he's really an inspiration to me, and he was really who got me into thrifting and, like, restyling things. Yeah. (laughs) Best video, I've watched it, like, ten times. (laughs) He knows how to thrift like a teen. But yeah, um, like stuff like that, like collecting things. Or I used to have a lot of ticket stubs. I had gone on a trip to D.C. in eighth grade. And I had like a lot of good memories from that. And so I kept like stubs from uh, like plays we had gone to or restaurants. I kept like receipts. And so I'm definitely a bit of a pack rat. But like everything I keep has value, Mm -hmm. you know. I keep it because it has memories. Or like even with certain books, like I know I won't read them again. But like The Book Thief, for example, like that book has a lot of good memories like it was a very interesting season of my life and the book itself is just amazing 10 out of 10 would recommend um but I keep it because I really like it and so even though I could sell it to somebody at school who could read it you know I'm going to keep it because it has good memories or I'm pretty sure there's like some pressed flowers in there too you know it just has a lot of good times kept in it and so I'm going to keep it because it just I feel like it really represents a lot for me in that season when I was reading that book mm-hmm. and like some people, it's just they're minimalistic. Some people, they like the cluttered aesthetic. Everybody's just so different. It's just, finding an aesthetic is just purely you realizing things that you enjoy and things that you like. Finding an aesthetic is purely just growing up into yourself, like who you are. Yeah, it's not worrying so much about, like, what are the trends and mm-hmm. what are other people wearing? What is everybody going to think? It's like, you know, when you're able to express yourself, it really is a maturity and confidence. And, like, when you're able to say, you know, everybody might think that these knee-length shorts look really stupid, but I think they have a cool 90s vibe, so I'm going to wear them. You know, that is so confident in yourself and, like, Mm -hmm. being willing to defy others and their, like, need to tell you, no, you can't wear that because it's ugly or I don't like it. You know, you're willing to say, forget it. Like, I like these. I spent money on them. I'm going to wear them. 
Only yeah. shooting stars break the mold. You really just gotta be who you are, because that's the only thing people are gonna remember. Is that a quote? Listen. From... <laughs> We're not gonna... <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> wow, so glad you could share that. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we have to talk about on the topic of aesthetic. Do you have yeah. any closing thoughts? No, that was just basically me um, not trying to get deep, just purely <laughs> talking about artistically expressing yourself, just purely the way things like, the way things look, the way things are pretty, mm-hmm. things that you can appreciate. Yeah. That's it. So I'd just say, like, my passing advice would be just look for inspiration. Don't try and copy and be willing to explore things. Um, So thank you for listening. I'd like, again, to encourage you to follow this podcast. I upload new episodes every Friday, and they're on various topics. So this week, obviously, it's on aesthetic, but last week I talked about fake friends. So if you're looking for something a little bit deeper, feel free to just explore around and see what I have. Um, I allow other teenagers and my other friends to come on and talk with me as well. Uh, If you'd like to follow Abby on Instagram, uh, her username will be in the description. She also did the cover art piece, so if you want to DM her and tell her how cool she is, that would be awesome. Boost my confidence, please. Yeah, boost your confidence. Um, Yeah, I think that's all I have to say. Stay safe.